along to Monday Sports Live. My name's Ashley O'Reilly. I'm Bola Mangan. A massive show in store tonight for the next 45 minutes or so and we want you all to get involved at home as much as possible. We have a number to text in if you'd like to mention any topics you'd like us to cover, any questions for our guests or even any guests you think you'd like us to have on. It's 083-165-3499. That's 083-165-3499. And a massive thank you as always to our sponsor, Medell Healthcare and Integro Telecommunications. What a massive weekend of sport. What was your highlight? Yeah, great weekend of sports. Great to have the National Football League back. It's mm -hmm. great to see the boys back out playing again and uh, lots of sport for us to watch in telly. National Hurling League was, was very good again this weekend. A lot of contentious decisions by, mm -hmm. by referees in terms of interpreting the rules but we'll talk about that later. Leicester City winning the FA Cup first time in their history that they've ever won it and uh, unfortunately Alison Becker scored a goal for Liverpool. What a goal. My Unbelievable God. but it's not great when you're a Man United fan no, to see that happen but you listen <laughs> we, we will cover most topics of that we're after mentioning tonight. We will indeed definitely. And you're busy yourself, you're out with the Westmead Herders. Yeah, selected with Westmead Herders this year, doing a bit of coaching with them, uh, along with uh, Shane O'Brien, manager, Noel Larkin and Paddy O'Neill. So really enjoying that minute. We had a tough weekend last weekend, but yeah. uh, against Galway, got a bit of a trimming. But uh, bounced back again this weekend now with... Uh, Brilliant result, very Yeah, yeah could have got something out of the game. We were, we were definitely well in it. The whole way through and ended up losing by three. But listen, they're all Ireland finalists from last year and we're playing in Joe McDonough, so it was a good result for us. Pity we didn't get something out of the game, even a draw would have been nice, but it's stepping stones. So. Positives, though, I'm sure yeah. you took from it. Absolutely, and uh, a lot of lads stepped up to the plate yesterday, and it's great to bounce back. The bounce back factor of, of a poor game the week before, and mm -hmm. they showed a bit of character. That's it, it's so hard after such a big defeat and a heavy defeat to come out the next day, you know, and really try to say, right, dust yourselves off. You only have a week as well to sort of prepare and get back into it. Exactly, yeah, but we've 36 or 37 lads on the panel and they're all working hard and bursting their hair, so mm -hmm. it's uh, it's great to see and they stood up to the plate and fair play to them. Mm -hmm. So we have a guest this evening, a massive guest we're very excited about. Do you want to introduce him, Buddha? Yeah, listen, I think everybody in the in the country knows this man and uh, it's great to have him on board. I had the pleasure of uh, playing a couple of rounds of golf with him last year and uh, he's a great character and welcome to the show, Rory O'Connor, Rory Stories. How are you folks? Well, Hello, Rory. Hello, Rory. Hello, things. Great to have you. Yeah, pleasure. Thank you. Um, just Sorry. just uh, getting on to yourself first and foremost, Rory. The, the, the videos have been an internet sensation, um, and uh, I know from talking to you in the couple of rounds that we played that uh, it was something that you, you really, really took off during COVID. I know COVID has been a, a nightmare for a lot of us uh, around the country, but it sort of has uh, been a bit beneficial to you. Yeah, like I suppose, like, um, you know, with the COVID, everyone was in their houses and everyone was worried and stressed. And, you know, like on paper, my job is to make people laugh. So I just said, listen, give this a lash. Like, obviously, like most comedians, like my stand up and all was, was gone, you know, shows, etc. And, you know, it's, I suppose there's two ways. You can either sit in your hands or roll up your sleeves. So it just looked as an opportunity. And, like, I just made one video back in February of last year of. Uh, couple of lads grabbing the local Italian fella and bringing him off and threatening him like because he brought in the virus and just a bit of crack but it just people really enjoyed it. and then it just it took off and, and, and yeah just it led to pretty much a video every day there especially for the first few months I taught myself I'll work hard for three or four weeks to you know make a video make people laugh and then I was like oh jeez right will you go away no COVID have enough of you but it snowballed on for Oh, well over a year like so um listen it's been positive like it's definitely like the most positive feedback i've ever got making the videos like like 99 percent of it is people are enjoying it. and if anything i really found my niche during covid if you get me like you know with comedy it's, it's hard to find people like you know, everyone that enjoys what you do you won't so i obviously went through the mill of like plenty of online abuse with the videos etc and i, I kind of got through that and now i kind of have a core audience that i kind of know their humor and that just makes my job a bit easier because you kind of know what they want. So I just, even some of the videos, and I know people who don't enjoy them would love to hear this, but I wouldn't really find that funny myself. But I know, it's, you know, <laughs> like, and I know, like, because listen, it's not, it's not, it's not a, you know, rocket science comedy, but it's what people enjoy. It's just a relatable video that, that they know the scenario, they know the person. So I just keep doing it. So yeah, it's just completely blown up during the COVID, like. And when you mentioned there just about the online abuse, that's like a tough thing that you probably, you're putting yourself out there 
it's also your profession at the same time. Do you find that hard to really manage that? Um, I'm a lot better now than I was. Uh, first few years, it kind of like like most of me is like like if, if you don't like it, move on or you know why are they like you get to know familiar names like you know that constantly creeping up and that's good because it's just obviously they have a chip on their shoulder. Yeah. It's just them like so. Um, but in the last kind of two years, I've been really good. I've kind of looked at it. For, I took a step back and it was obviously something like in their own life you know yeah. and that's the same with all, not just people who would abuse Rolling stories or anyone else online it's there's just something that they're not happy and they just want to try and uh, I suppose put someone else down is the easy way to put it so that's what I tell a lot of young people when I do talks and all is that you know people are not going to like it no matter what you do and just accept that and don't don't try and get them to like it because yeah. that's when you're just going to not be yourself you'll end up trying to please these people and you'll please no one mm -hmm. so it's something that a tool I've learned is that just more so, instead of annoying me, it genuinely goes in one ear out the, out the other now, I'm fine with it now, I never respond, I never interact with any negativity, um, and it's the only way to do it, because you're just feeding them if you, if you could go back in, especially on Twitter, like Twitter's a vile place at the best of times, like, you yeah. know, for that kind of stuff, so I just, just ignore it, it's the only way to do it, yeah. Yeah, just when you're talking about young people, like, it must be so tough, like, for, like, teenagers and that, that are just growing up with all of this. And like we can now say to ourselves, look, they just block it out, block it out. I and mean, we probably have to learn that the hard way. But it's tough for them to, to know, like just when to just say no, no, it's, it's not me, it's them. Yeah, and it is, and like you know, when when people are bullied in school, like um, you know, it let it finish when he went home, like. But now it's mm -hmm. this online, and like spe especially among young girls, they're all trying to be perfect, like and like they're they're fixing their lips, they're fixing their cheekbones, mm -hmm. they're fixing their breasts, whatever. But once you start on that road. It's all it's all insecurity. Like you're not happy with yourself, and you're looking at these perfect people on Instagram trying to model them. And listen, it's it's just my own opinion that you're just going down a, a very dark road, and it's mm -hmm. not going to get any brighter. Like do you know what I mean? It's just it's just being happy and content with who you are originally, like yeah. rather than trying to copy it. But that is the biggest problem facing young people at the okay. minute is, is is image and trying to be trying to be perfect like you know which doesn't exist like. no, it doesn't but, it, but it's also important for the people that are writing in these comments that there might some of them might be doing it and thinking they're funny and doing it for the crack but you you don't know what's going on at home with other people you don't know what's going on like you look at the amount of people that are suffering from depression in these days and they, mm -hmm. they might put something up that they think was quite funny on twitter next thing is to get abused just for the crack and then you don't know what way that's going to affect them when they go home yeah it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's massive like and like I know the whole hashtag be kind and, and you know look, but it is it is true like you know and, and it like people don't know how close people are to the edge like mm -hmm. and you're one negative uh, like whatever it is uh, online or whatever can might just be the turning point you know what I mean and yeah, I feel sad because there's a lot of very talented people that just aren't able for that end of things. Like, so, so they never fulfill their potential. That's yeah. what I say to young people in school is like, don't let the negativity drown your dreams. Like, do you know what I mean? That's the way I look and I'm like, listen, like you just have to learn how to deal with it because they just don't want to see you be successful. And that's, it's, 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 it's a real Irish thing, maybe. But, you know, the begrudging that's alive and well and that kind of... And I say to the young people is encourage people rather than say, oh, geez, yeah. Uh, look at your man and try to bring him down. Are, yeah, do yeah who do you think you are better than us and all? And that, like, because because in Ireland we're all afraid of what other people think. It goes back to the Ireland going, what will the neighbours think? That yeah. old school. And that has killed a lot of dreams. Like, there's a lot of people who have potential to do whatever you want, but they're just too afraid of, of people knocking them down. So they never fulfil it and they, they take, you know, whatever other road, but they just don't go down that road because they're afraid. And it's sad, like, yeah. you know. And I remember. Think sorry. Do you think that 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 was a, a thing with you maybe starting out? Did it stop you from potentially following your dreams at the start, or did you hold back? Yeah, well, like, like for me, like it took me personally to hit rock bottom in two thousand thirteen for me to start my comedy because I I struggled with gambling addiction etc. And I reached out and I got help and help was there for me and I started the the, the comedy kind of from rock bottom and when you've been to rock bottom. There's not really much lower you can go, so I was I meant I'd be mentally strong, like you know I would like, and I'm able for that kind of abuse. And like anything, if you don't get it when you do what I do, it means you're not really doing great. Like that's a fact of it. Like you have to be getting it because if you're not doing well, no one gives a shit about you. They're not going to abuse you. Where if you get abuse, it means you're obviously doing well. Yeah. So uh, haters and trollers are actually a positive in your career because they wouldn't bother their arse 
having a gig at you if you're just sitting at home twiddling your thumbs like yeah, you know yeah. so that's one way of looking at it as well well they're only getting at me because i'm obviously doing something okay, well yeah. but, but the human brain goes to negative all the time so if buddha has a great game for westmead and he comes into to a pub in Westmead and nine for the say, geez, buddy, you're unreal. Five points from play, best I've ever seen you play. And one lad says from the Jacks, man, the night thought you were shy. Who does he think of for the rest of the night? So true. The, yeah, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. So, like, the one the one person, yeah. which is a 10% out of 100, is who you, you go home to bed and go, maybe that fucker is right. Maybe I am useless. Yeah. Yeah. But what about the nine others that said yeah. you were unreal? Best football of Westmead. You don't remember it. No, right? and that's that's a psychological thing that we all, human beings, have to just work on. Mm -hmm. You know, you just have to work on it. I remember playing the, walking down the fairway and asking you something, something similar to that, a question. And I remember Rory's reply is, I know myself I'm not going to be everybody's cup of tea. Yeah. That, that was his reply to me. Mm -hmm. And he says, but he said, I'm happy about that. He says, listen, at the end of the day... No one's got to be. No exactly, one but You just have to understand yeah, that, I suppose. Loads of players that I think are phenomenal footballers and hurlers, I know some lads that don't think they're, they would question whether they're any good at all or not. And you'd be there going, how can you not think? So... Not everybody's going to be everyone's cup of tea, no matter who you are. No matter. No. If you're Mother Teresa, people are telling you you're too nice. Yeah. You know, so no matter what you do, you're going to have people that aren't fond of it. And it's just a matter of blocking that out and doing what you want to do. Mm -hmm. What your gut feeling tells you to do, that's what you have to do. And just, as I said to you, I don't care if people hate me. Couldn't care less because I know there's a section that do enjoy what you yeah. do. And yeah. that's who you concentrate on. It's like you should be thinking of the nine people that said you're great for, but not the one bollocks that whisp whispered in your ear saying you're yeah. useless. Like, yeah. But unfortunately, that's all you hear yeah, is yeah, your yeah. man. It's the one that says in your mind, yeah, why yeah. does he not I think that money? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so, you, you said you hit rock bottom. Was there a moment then that you turned and made your first video or did your first stand up that really kicked things off? Yeah, so 2013 was where I, I hit my, my low point and I asked for help and I hemmed and hemmed and then I started a Rory Stories uh, blog in, in 2013 telling stories about myself. and I was hassling everyone, like so, like everyone I knew with any kind of a following on social media, like the likes of Joe Sheridan, Dean Rock, uh, Paddy O'Rourke, uh, Mark Ward, Philly McMahon, anyone I knew who had any. I was like, boys, will you tweet this to like, I was a bit of a nuisance, but you have to. You be have like, to do that. I was. A, to do that, yeah, but you have, have to, to have a neck in you. You have to be willing to just push the boundaries, and I was like. Because I knew deep down if this gets off, you know, I just I, I had a, a burning desire or a good feeling to know that. I will be where I am now back in Telstra. I just had a feeling like, and, and it's what I say to young people is like, you have to trust the gut feeling and believe in it and don't give yourself a plan B like, because I believe if you give yourself a plan B, when, when plan A gets tough, you're going to go back to plan B. Yeah. You know, you're going to take, you're going to take a breath and go, no, this isn't for me. Back into the cushion. So I literally didn't give myself plan B and say, this is going to work by, by hook and by crook. And I didn't know I was going to get into GA videos. I didn't know I was going to, you know, write books, Jesus Christ, I never thought I'd write books. Uh, I didn't think I'd be in Vicar Street, I didn't think I'd be in Australia, I didn't think I'd be in Dubai, New York, Boston. I didn't think that, but that's what I'm saying. You, you can't, if you think that far ahead, you'll go, oh no, that's not possible, I'm not going to do that. You have to just take each step. It's like it's climbing stairs, and that's what I've done. I just took each kind of step as it came, like. Mm -hmm. uh, and yes, I fell down the steps a few times, like, you know what I mean, where things didn't go well, where I had a bad gig in a GA club, or or I'd done a few bad videos that got bad traction online, but you just have to just know it will pass, like, and, and the good feeling is everything, so for me, I still listen to that, um, and get outside the comfort zone as much as you can, like, the comfort zone is no use to anyone, like, no. just, you know, that feeling of fear, like, before a big match or before an exam, get, 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 you get used to that yeah, fear. Yeah, Get used, yeah. that's like, be, be comfortable being uncomfortable, that's what I'm used to the last few years, it's just, if you don't have that feeling, it means you're sitting still. Like you know, mm -hmm. you have to have that feeling. You have to rock on. Like and that's what I believe anyway. Like. Yeah. Did you ever have that feeling? Put it, 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 put stupidly you'd click on to the Hogan Stand website and you go to the comments and next thing you click in the comments saying how is Alan Mangan on the team? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How is this? And you do let that you do let that seep in. Do you know, mm -hmm. it, it didn't bother me the first two or three years I was with me that wasn't playing. It was a sub and it was only really coming on as a sub. So they don't really attack anyone that's coming on as a sub. Exactly. My, my point is that because you became a key yeah. man they wanted and to then, Yeah, you're starting now, to play. Yeah. It was only when I started to play poorly one year 
then I started reading the comments and the more I read them, the worse I was getting. Yeah, yeah that's I had to go in, we went in then into 2008 and I remember saying, I need to just stop this. And the league campaign in 2008 was probably one of my better league games throughout, throughout any of my career at Westmead. And it was only because I stopped reading that and just said, listen, just yeah. concentrate on my own game. And if I think I play well, great. If no one else can play well, once the manager and selectors thought I was doing okay, I was happy. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I did start reading that, and I advised some of the Westmead herders and lads not to be looking at it cause, yeah. because there's only keyboard warriors. Every one you name, you go down to their name, and one lad's written Stone Mad UK. So he's not going to yeah. write his own name. Yeah, so, and, and he might have four hundred or four thousand posts. You know, his yeah. job is to go on and and, and he's probably the lad that come up and lick your arse in, in the in the in the in the pub after. Absolutely. Like that's the thing about the haters is like they could be something you know well. And yeah. it's just kind of testing. But it's funny how, you know, a lot of, like, there was no real Twitter then, I, I don't think it was. There was a no, no, that was nearly so, the only... So, like, yeah. yeah, like, you know, yeah. not, listen, like, I, I know for me, like, if, if I was, like, well, not as much GEA, because it's still amateur. If I was a, a, a good soccer player in England, or I was a good golfer, I was good, I wouldn't arse have Twitter. Like, no, not a no. hope. If I have Twitter, my manager's looking after it. It's not even on my phone for any advertising or any whatever yeah. you do that but because you're only human and even though no matter how mentally strong you are when you're having your dark days like say you're low mentally in your head you'll read them comments and they'll beat the shit out of you mentally like you know when you're in a good headspace you'll read them going ah just hate it but if you're in a negative mindset and you go looking for negative it just spreads yeah. like wildfire in your head like you know and you start to believe it then you know what I mean yeah. but that's where I was I was I knew I was playing poorly myself and I was clicking into these things nearly to try and confirm to myself I was playing poorly. Yeah. And but like it doesn't matter whether you're girl, boy, whatever sport you play, or even if it's not just sport, anything that there can be a comment on, you have to realise that the best footballers or hurlers or Komogi players or sports stars in the world all get abused. Everyone does. Yeah. Like Brian Fenton, Garage Hegarty, two hurlers, yeah. footballers here. You can be guaranteed that there's someone out there after slating them in oh, some way. percent yeah. But these lads just don't look at. Yeah. And you just have to realise, right, cut myself away from that now for a while. And but everyone, even just, you're not famous, you're just... Uh, general you know, life. Just yeah. general life, young people, whatever you're doing, you'll get abuse. Yeah, you know, you yeah. will. I'd say every one of us here has got something, you know. There might be something after tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jeez, don't excuse yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. So we'll move on to the action at the weekend. Yeah, action at the weekend. The first game I looked at over the weekend was uh, Kerry and Galway. Yeah. Uh, I suppose the f- you have to start with uh, David Clifford. Like, well, this lad is... 4.21 to 11 points it was. This lad has the capabilities of being the best footballer that this country ever saw. Mm-hmm. Jeez, he's unbelievable. Yeah, he... Um, like, he... 3-6. Mm-hmm. I know. Last goal was... Something else. Yeah, yeah, dude. I watched it myself, but you're right, he... Um, He's nearly like a freak, like you know. And Brian Fenton's another freak as well to be mm. that kind of big and that mobile and that athletic and that mm. skilled. But like Clifford is literally like like molding the Gooch and Donny together, like yeah. You know, he'd, True, he'd, yeah. he'd be savage in the air, but he'd have that quick. Not Donny, obviously great hands now, but he obviously Daniel himself wouldn't have the ability Clifford has with ball in hand, like and just the strike he gets off the left boot, like is just insane. Like from any kind of angle, he's gone and. He seems to have that uh, t- tough edge to him as well, where he's not going to be bullied. Like you know, like I've I, I seen there in a few games when he came on the scene, they tried to rattle him. I think it was Monaghan one year, and he just went away. Dublin one year, not well. me. Like you know, I'm aiming for this. So you're right. He he definitely has the potential to be the best of all time. Like you know, the way he's gone and. Yeah, but you have to mention Galway were, were fairly poor. Like, you know, they were, so they were poor, way yeah. off the pace. They started great. Damon Comer got a trademark point, bulldozed his way. Yeah, boy, yeah. And, and over the bar. Right and along the end line. Since this would be a great game, but just like that, Kerry took over and yeah, it was fair. It was over after 20 minutes, really. Yeah, like. I think the big thing for me is that Kerry looked like they were bigger and stronger They're and really right. fitter. Yeah. yeah. But I suppose a lot of uh, they're, they're coming back, they would be sore now after losing Very the... Sore. The semi-final, the Cork last year. That's their first game since Cork. A lot of people were giving out mm-hmm. about them. A lot of people thought they might turn over Dublin last year. But it just goes to show, if you're looking too far ahead, yeah. Yeah. the pothole in front of you, you could fall into it. Yeah, that yeah. was a killer. But you're right, yeah. they seem already to be a team that 
but I'm sure they won't. Like they'll have Dublin obviously in the radar, but they're not going to have as much in the radar as they did because they don't want to, you know, uh, underestimate anyone because no, of what happened to them. Not. And Connie Clifford, his uh, David Clifford's brother, yeah. yeah, that was great to see. It's his older brother. Older brother, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's two years older than him. So that was nice to see. I've seen an interview that David had did, I think it was back last year, and he just the way he speaks about him, he said that he never got his chance. And he was always sort of left to the side and a bit underrated, and he's like, finally, they're opening their eyes and giving him this chance now. I just thought the two of them linked up well. Yeah. They were great to know where going, you know, they, could, they played well up front. Well, I think all, uh, you're dead right about Paddy. He's going to be, he's going to make a big difference to this Kerry sale. It looked like, yeah, he's a bit more of a, he can chew, he can score, but he, he sort of pulls back. He sort of has, back he has a bigger work rate than yeah. a lot of them as well, Goes in and supports full forward lane, and he like he scored one three. Was it the other day? One yeah, two, one three. But yeah. he could have come out with three five. Mm-hmm. You know, so he has bits and pieces to work on as well. But that's his first competitive game. Isn't that mad? Every yeah. has a feature till now. Like. No, and what age is it? He's he's, so I think he's around twenty five. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dave's twenty two, isn't he? So yeah, yeah twenty five. Yeah, he's yeah. Like, he's young. He is probably featured by now sort of thing. I think but, it was on the panel last year, wasn't it? But she's the some forward lane. Yeah. When you when you take in that of uh, Killian Spillane mm-hmm. and and like to to have Paul Ganey a wing forward now there's yeah, not too many other teams in the country that wouldn't have Paul Ganey in Yeah I know, I know. Also. And they're saying that Stephen O'Brien and I think I know James and Rundy might be stepping up, but them Eglat weren't even on the panel or yeah. come on, so ah listen, it's it's, it's just double but, and carry but, like you yeah. just you yeah. want to see yeah. it like fucking but forget the thing for me is that uh, the amount of possession that Kerry got in the midfield and the half forward lane, and there wasn't a Galway man in sight. No. It just... They were very poor. Like, yes, like, I know, like, good, but I know that they want to go a bit yeah, more yeah. offensive than, mm-hmm. than Kevin Mulch was, but jeez, you have to have someone back at some stage. Yeah, no, they, they were. I can't, like, but Shane Walsh and Ferris did score one wonder point. Oh, it was left boom, good, but oh, now, yeah. like, it was mm-hmm. sick enough now. Mm-hmm. Like, he just, he kept being hassling Harry, then one chance that he's an exceptional talent to watch. Like, he looked injured. Mm-hmm. He's one of them naturally talented. You'd pay to see him along with kind of a Dermot Conley type of player where you just watch yeah. him, to, you know, that kind of way. Like. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But moving on, then you had Dublin, um, you had Dublin yesterday. Yeah. You had Donegal, actually, sorry, Donegal. Uh, and Tyrone, yeah. And Tyrone. Points, Tyrone got man sent off. A little bit harsh, I thought. Mm-hmm. Just left in, left in a hand, and I thought that. Uh, I know that um, Ryan McHugh was a fantastic footballer, but I thought he made the most of, of <laughs> the did. bet that he got because you'd be very annoyed if you're managing them and you got a second yellow for that, to be honest. I know, yeah. and I think that was the game-changing moment, wasn't it? Like, mm-hmm. you know, that didn't happen. I don't know now if Donegal would have come away with the win. But Michael Murphy, what? I know. Yeah, he's is, he, is he the most consistent footballer for the last 10 years? He has oh, to be I was doing one of those yeah. um, fantasy football, you know, you pick your, your lead team for the... For the league, and I, I didn't put Mike Murphy in it, and I'm actually embarrassed to say it, but I didn't put him in because I thought, oh, league, he's getting a bit older. They might, he might in like feature as much. They might hold him out now for the championship. He might in like feature in every game. You know the way he obviously plans to go works. Oh my God! Yesterday he was just something else. Yeah, he's uh, he's. I'm telling you, you know, he. I know people know, but he is a genuine gentleman. And I will give yeah. me a story of how it sums up. So I done a gig for Glenn Swilly a few years ago. His his club, and. Uh, Big crowd out, but Michael wasn't there. And I was like, oh, I don't know, I thought you might have came, but Donegal were playing the following weekend. But didn't he get me a number and text me the following morning? and said, Harry heard last night, it was great crack. Are you around at all? And I said, yeah, grand. So made it his business to meet me. We went off for a coffee and, uh, and a good hour and a, and a half oh, chat in some coffee shop in Kenny. Like, fucking, like, the most timid man talking, like, but, like, he'd kill you, as you know, on a pitch. Yeah. But what, I, what struck me about him was, like, obviously everyone knew him, like, you know, no matter who he walked by, but he just had time for everyone, like, and he just, he is the real deal, like, you yeah. know, the kind of way, he's obviously an unbelievable footballer, but he's a great skin as well, like, you know. I just saw something today on Twitter, and uh, he did it, He did an interview yesterday after the match, yeah. and, gloves, and a young yeah. fella, young fella yeah. from Tyrone just walked up to him, full Kids out in a tracksuit, Tyrone top and ever, and asked him for his gloves and couldn't have given it to him any quicker. Instead, for a photo and a couple of yeah. minutes chatting to the young fella, like no, he is. He he is. He's just creme the creme. He's mm-hmm. he's obviously football goes without saying, but just as a person, like that was my experience with him. Lovely fella. Yeah, I actually did one of my first interviews. 
I was going out to games for off the ball all the time, but it was only my first one really. I was mad nervous and I remember I had to go down to like the bus where they, they're getting on, they're coming out of the change rooms, getting on the bus and all the reporters are like, you know, rushed around. And I'm like, oh God, do I go in? Do I just throw my mic in? What do you do? What do you do? And he was coming out of the change room and was like, do you want an interview? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I was a bit not confident yeah, enough to yeah, start yeah. seeing what I was like. And I was like, got the interview and I was like, jeez, I just interviewed Michael Murphy. <laughs> you know, but he really seen that I was struggling and was like, yeah. Came over and did so, yeah. No, lovely. Yeah, I wouldn't know. I know a couple of lads from Westmead are very friendly with him now and with all this. Yeah, yeah, he's the gentleman. Well, going back to like football, like you're right, though, he's he's definitely in the last 10 years top everyone's top five, wouldn't he be like? Oh, yeah, yeah. if you were to pick a top five, which isn't easy, you have to you have to have Michael Morphin there, like because he and just comes out when you need a ball, he comes out to be fairly wins it when you need a tackle, he put it in when you need a score, he'll do it. Like, he you can get, do everything. Again, if you ever want to epitomise laying down a marker, the, yeah. the 2012 Atlanta final, it's the definition. If you ever want to show young lads or, or girls or anyone about playing football, just say, watch this. It, was, it was all planned. You know, get out to the wing, that lovely crossing ball, grab the sheer aggression, get out of my way, roofing the net. Like, yeah. you could not have a yeah. more inspirational start to a final, like, you know. Yeah. And he's done that on numerous occasions with Danny Gall. Whenever they need him, he's the hand in the air. Yeah. Like, he's just, yeah, he's just a pure, he's the one pure, pure, the pure legend. Like. He steps, uh, the mark of a brilliant player is to step up to the plate whenever they're When Adam matters, yeah. yeah. And, and he always does. He always does, mm-hmm. yeah, no, he's class. Like. Dublin, good win over, good win over us. Common, Cormac Costner scored, what, 112 or 113? And missed two penalties. And missed two penalties. Oh, jeez, he did, yeah. yeah. Yeah, And this is a fella that, I always find that shocking the last few years. I could never understand it. I know Dublin are unbelievable and they probably do have 30, 40 players, but I still think he's in the but, Yeah, but we'll put you on the spot then. You pick a the drop then. Say that out and find that. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, come on now. Put your, put your mouth where your money is. I know. Money where your mouth is, even. I know, I know, come on. I know. Uh, oh, jeez, I can't. Uh, I think it has to be a strike swap with Dean, but like, I was gonna say but Dean, Dean well, is kind of more, pr- he is more proven, and he's he's like. Well, Paul Mannion's well, gone in the game. Yeah, is Mannion gone? Mannion's gone. He's 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 gone from the panel this year, so so it probably is a spot there for him now. But mm-hmm. Paul Mannion didn't start the All Ireland final last year, did not I'm trying to think of who. So you 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 um it's uh, O'Callaghan, Scully, uh, yeah, Kenny, 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 Dean um, Rock. Dean Rock um, was what you call him? Uh, brain freeze, all oh, class. I know wing forward from Rahini. Wing forward from Rahini just caught me off the Brian Howard. Brian Howard, he would have been no, there. He came on as a sub at half midfield. No, thought he started, yeah. So, who um, because their team has changed so much in the last year, like they just so many the conveyor belt, they just they just sprinkle in an absolute class act out of nowhere. Oh, like, remember they were saying, we'll never replace Alan Brogan, Bone Kirk, and Kenny, we'll never replace Paul Flynn, Bone Howard. Like, it's just yeah, yeah, you know, they just um, yeah, 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 here's this. Pissed off me, people sitting yeah. there going, Oh, yeah, don't be. And I genuinely, I genuinely thought we would not beat them in the Lance to find, but I was oh, like, Lordy. I talked myself up in my head. Like, my, so my, my wife is a dub, like, and she's sick of me, like, like thinking, like, all this in my head. And I remember, like, you know, I was delighted with the performance that me playing against Dublin and Parnell Park to show great grit. Yeah. They, they dogged it into Dublin, Dublin didn't really like that. What did, what did me do? They basically awoke a, a beast, like, and D- Dublin went out with full attention on Mead and, and put in a performance. And yeah. oh, I was, was I remember the score. I was at two something to two points at half time, two ten or something. Oh my God. And I live on a road full of dubs, even though I live in Ashburn. <laughs> and I I there was loads of young lads knickknacking on the dog. I'm on Dublin. I said, Cock away with you. Pull down the blinds. Yeah, yeah, pull down the blinds. Yeah, yeah. If you want, if you want to throw that New Jersey road, you haven't been here. I'm like, oh, there's no way. And it hurts, doesn't it? Especially when you're when you're in Ashburn. Like, I'd be like, check your post. You're from Ashburn County, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like retarded Ashburn. It's just. Yeah, if we do well, spot the knee jerseys at this stage. Isn't like, it? Yeah. Even if you've been the club or anything, there's a big game on. It's all yeah, it's yeah. like, But see, young people just want, like, I actually went down to the road there actually only a week ago, young lads kicking on. Lads, uh, does any of here support me? No. Uh, 
I used to Rory, and why don't you? Because uh, I realised they were shy. I was like, oh, well, he's from Mead, is it? He's a Mead man, isn't it? But do you understand? It's from where you're from, like, do you know what oh, I mean? It's, no. But they, it's like preaching to him when I was young, like Man United. Like, yeah. They don't look at the whole county or parish. It's just Dublin are brilliant to watch. My dad is a dub, and my mum's a dub, and I'm supporting Dublin. Do you know what I mean? It's oh, not, yeah. It's where your like, parents are from as a big When Brian Mental would be like captain of the Mead team for the last few years, and like half the young lads in Ashby wouldn't have a clue who he is, like. Seriously. You know what I mean? Where if you, you know, when I was growing up, if Trevor Giles and them come into Ashburn, it was like, oh my God, there's Trevor Giles. Oh and God, and yeah. then we came to school and it was like, oh my God, there's Trevor Giles. But that's what happens when you're at the top of the game. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like every Dublin player now is, is in the, pretty much a household name, the main lads, where the Dublin team back in the mid 90s that you would have played against, mm. no one, they walk into any no, club sure. and you might know well, Kieran Wayne yeah. or Alan Rowan, that's it then, you know? Yeah, no, it's just whoever's successful. successful. Kids and nobody are exactly. Yeah. That's what it's all about yeah. at the end of the day. Like, but um, now we're let's getting there. Where we bet West Mead. Yeah, yeah let's, bring, let's bring up that. <laughs> no, 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 we we is it nearly over? No, listen. We started through the way, didn't we? I I have to say now. Yeah, it was West Mead for the taking. Like West, oh. where he didn't put on. No, the he didn't play well. I think uh, West Mead had five scores and Mead had twelve. Right, okay. Yeah. No, maybe that's the thing with me just going to have enough scoring power. What did Hessler get out He got seven, yeah. five frees, two from play. He played very well. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. But uh, ah, listen, we're rebuilding. No more than me, are probably rebuilding yeah. as well, let's mm-hmm. be fair about it. But I know people are saying about Dublin, let's split Dublin in two, but sure, that's ridiculous. They've only scraped across three All Ireland finals where they won three of them by a pint, drew. Drew another two or three with Mayo and Kerry. Like, how could yeah. you split a county in two? I know, but see, the problem is, is getting them to that level. There's only literally two or three teams that can push Dublin. Yeah. And, and, and like, you know, Dublin are here, and then you have the two or three teams here, but then the gap is here. Like, yeah. like the Leinster Championship, like... This is what I was going to say. Leinster you know, is probably uh, where you need to look. The provinces. Yeah, like... And it's, There's no hope wherever you're No, it's not, it's not even a bitter mead man or anything like that. Like, I have no more respect for that Dublin team. I think they're Same, the best yeah. I've ever seen, but it's just from a GAA man's point of view watching like Leinster championship unless he took the dubs out which obviously he can't then it's a savage competitive yeah, yeah. anyone could win yeah. like yeah. and there'd be a buzz but the Dublin supporters are telling themselves now that like yeah, you know it like, wouldn't be exciting no it's, yeah. it's, it's very hard for any county team like the Kildares the Leash the Loud Westmead Mead it's very hard for you to go into a competition knowing you have no chance to win those no lads chance. going out doing all that training like it's so intense and to know that even a like provincial title is pretty tough now to be getting. Yeah, you, know, you, you, do, you do the maths on the average amount that Dublin have won Leinster Championship matches by in the last six years and say it blow up a calculator. Like, yeah. you know, like, anyway, like, like you can only imagine like yeah. so like but again, like I'm not one of like you spit them up like I know no. we can talk about money, but at the end of the day, wherever we're about the money, Dublin went in and concentrated on the grassroots back, yeah. back 10, 15 years ago. I had a good friend that was doing it for Fingalians and he came at me and says, Rory, you won't believe it, what Dublin are at. I mean, he says, we have a, a, a coach in every single club in Dublin and we had Dudley Farrell and Christine yeah. around Mead. We, that's all we had. And Dudley was trying to cover the whole county and get where where legend like I love Dudley like but like they were covering the whole of Mead where like Dublin were able to get one in in each club and what happens then naturally is more time spent on the basic skills you look at that Dublin team now they can all kick the ball comfortably with both feet they can all hand pass comfortably they can all vision kick all the basic skills comes from um, underage coaching like where they're able to say Alan kick where to your left kick with your right kick with your left kick with your right so fair play to them in a way like do you know uh, like absolutely it's, the, the, you know, the Limerick as well we talked about it last week with the hurling that's yeah. the exact same thing that happened there yeah. so, now yeah. money does breed success but you still have to have the commitment like, commitment you and you have yeah. to have the players that are like you just don't like there, there's some players in, in, in any club that you're not going to turn him into an intercounty player, no matter if you yeah. spend yeah. three million on him. Yeah. yeah, you know him or her. So, like, they put in the work; they're reaping the rewards. And reaping but you may guarantee that five, ten years time, Dublin will fall back into the pack again, and you oh, guaranteed. So. 
We can guarantee. For the game, yeah. we need it. Like I just don't like Dwayne. Did you say five or six years? Yeah, I'm sorry, no, Rory. <laughs> you you might double go for the eleven on all the five in a row, and in attendance in front of four hundred people. Even <laughs> 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 less. Yeah. So anyway, we'll move on. We'll move on to uh, Galway beating Limerick in the hurling. Yeah. Brilliant. Like mm-hmm. first time in in two, two years, nearly yeah. two years that Limerick have been beaten. Like, but uh, we played. I was saying with Westmead, we played Galway last week. These are serious outfit. These are serious outfit. And that was without Joe and Parik Mannion against us and David Burke. These lads all still have to come back into the team. What I know two of them were playing yesterday. last year, do you think? Because they were very disappointed last year, weren't they? Well, they weren't really. The, like, well, it wasn't they the were well the in the game against Limerick in the semi final. Joe got injured, went off with 10 or 15 minutes to go. Colin Ma- yeah. Mannion, who went off injured in the first half. Like, if you lose two, like if, if Dublin lose Kieran Kilkenny and, and Brian Fenton, they might struggle to get across mm-hmm. some teams. Yeah. You know, you lose two big players like that in the Ireland semi final, it's very hard to get. Across. And they still nearly got across the line. Well, Limerick only won by a couple True, of points. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, psychologically, that's a team. I think that this Galway team could win the All Ireland this year. Oh, put it out there. Uh, what, what impressed you? Like, what was the difference between was it just all around to pace? Like, their physicality, their size, their stick work. Yeah. These are massive. Now, we haven't played Limerick or Tip yet now, and I could come back to you the week after this and say, oh, he's going, that's a small. Yeah. <laughs> but their physicality. Shades and are definitely the biggest team. Yeah. I think. I've seen them in person. I've done a gig from before the All Ireland final in 18, and I couldn't go over the sheer size of Limerick. them. Like, no, uh, Galway. Galway. I couldn't get over how big they were, like proper, like six foot two all across yeah. the board. Like, mm-hmm. And I was thinking, how's anyone going to win a puck out with these boys around? Like, you know, and they're all like big, well built lads. Like, I know, like, Harden is not about strength, but I just found them such a fucking monster of a team. Like, oh, they're unbelievable. Like, and we have a couple of big men playing for Westmead, and they just didn't look big. We stand and these guys, because they're just, like, I think. Something like they won eighty four percent of breaking ball or something like that against us. Yeah. Like that's that's hunger, like really. Like that's hunger. That's hunger like. But it's all about getting your body in. Yeah. If you have a lad five foot nine going in for a breaking ball with a lad six foot four, yeah, and the two of them are going fully committed, you know who's going to come mm-hmm. up best. Yeah. And it was great to see Joe back as well. Yeah. Scored a, ma- a magnificent point and set up another couple and scored a free from inside his own forty five, like. He's a nice golfer, Joe, actually. Speaking of golf, he's a nice really? golfer. Yeah, he's a, he's a lefty. Yeah. Um, but sure, like, you think you're hurling, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're he, just, he, just, he drives the ball an absolute mile, like, you know, kind of way. Um, maybe not as far as this fella knows. Fella oh. knows. This fella knows how to take the paint off. <laughs> what is it in there? Like, yeah, yeah he's like, takes the paint off a golf ball. <laughs> uh, yeah. But no, he's a very good golfer. So he just has, it's just a natural rhythm, like, you yeah. know. But you know, he's yeah. like just a Rolls Royce as well. They talk about the Cliffords and all. Joe with a hurl in his hand, it's just cast look Like his it. longevity as well. It's the 14th season playing for. What age is he now? He's 31, I think. Is Would he be down? Oh, 30 or 31? 32, 32 is he? Oh, he still well, has two years, or three yeah. there. Like, you know, and like another year or two or the 20 minute man after that, you know, to come yeah, in and just yeah, get a score. Like. He's he's been the most consistent hurler probably in Westmead, or Westmead today, in <laughs> Ireland. <laughs> uh, him along with TJ Reid over the last yeah, yeah. 10 or 12 the years. two serious operators like mm-hmm. yeah. um, no, another game we'll give a mention to the Monaghan our Armagh game oh jeez yeah yeah because it was Kieran Donahue's Kieran Donahue's yeah yeah seen him up in the stand there yeah I actually watched most of that game uh, Armagh were good like you know um the, 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 the uh, Ushians, uh, the nephews were yeah, impressive yeah, yeah the yeah. 13 one was one's midfield one was 13 both Who's the lads kicking the freeze? Was that Rain 13? Yeah. yeah. Very good. And your man Brilliant. showed well as well, Stefan Campbell, I thought. Yeah. Um, he's a unit too. Yeah. yeah. A bit of pace to him. He looks like he's a bit fitter maybe than he was. Than he was, exactly. Yeah. I always, he's around a while as well. Yeah. I think I thought maybe the years were coming on him last year when we seen him. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah no, a bit of pace to him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Head down and gone and over the barrel. Like, mm. So, um, and the block Rory, who will win the All-Ireland? <laughs> In the football? Yeah. Oh, Kerry. I'm not just saying that, but I, I do think that... That would be amazing. Uh, no, I, I don't... Was, I'm, I'm not. Was, is a mead man ever going to say Dublin? No, it's, I it's, no, it's not like it's an outrageous... Like, I, I, I'm not going to sit here and say mead win the All-Ireland. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but I just think if you weigh it up to Kerry, hunger... And that slip up last year, and Dublin, like I know their machines now, but eventually, like they have to, like 
blink like do you know and yeah. the carrier of the team to make them blink because I'm just looking at the backs Philly McMahon's that bit older Johnny Cooper is that bit like you know when you have Clifford in his absolute prime like you know coming at you like in Crow Park and open space like and you've seen Joe Cooper got sent off for pulling and dragging out of him a couple of years ago so that's why I picked him I just think when it comes down to they have to have more hunger because talent is very similar like yeah. pound for pound Dublin probably shade a small bit, but there's not much. But after that, has to be just Kerry wanting to win All Ireland next so. And what happened to the last year against Cork? That could be a blessing in disguise. You know, you learn so much from that. Yeah. Like we seen them yesterday. We'll see as time goes on. It's only one game, but that could have been the difference. This hunger and fight of no, we're not letting that happen. Looked hungry. They looked hungry in mm. Saturday. My God. Yeah. So listen, Dublin should, if you get me, but I just genuinely think Kerry is. They have too much talent now yeah, to let another year go by, like you know. So yeah. Um, onto the onto the hurling then. You'd, we had a big clash between Wexford and Clare with Davy yeah. coming up against Brian Lohan. Uh, Clare, he just about over the line. Clare nine points up, eight or nine points yeah. up one stage, and she's Wexford just leech in. Rory O'Connor really took over for the last. Yeah. 15 minutes and get Davy over the line, but leeching yeah. that serious <laughs> goal, didn't he? And just pulled on it longer round. Yeah, but. It, it, uh, you might not watch the match, but the, one of the most exciting hurlers in Ireland at the minute is Rory O'Connor, mm -hmm. the the wing forward for yeah. Westford. Jeez, he's so direct. He just gets the ball and says, right, go along here, on, yeah. let's go. And like he scored a winning free as well. The, the, mm -hmm. This leg could be could be very, very good. Now, he is very, very yeah, good. Yeah, he's, he he's, he's known enough. Like It's not yeah. like he's under the radar. Yeah. He'd be a key yeah. enough man. Like. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But you're right, I, that was a big one for David, like, you know yourself, like, it was one of them, it was kind of championship for him, like, he wanted yeah. to, yes, yeah, he would, like, it's to an know. awkward one too, though, you're after managing this team to win another, and you're coming up against them in the league down in Ennis as well, and, and your own county, yeah, you can see it in when he did I wouldn't like it now, I wouldn't like um, going managing another inter-county team against Westmead in Kewsey Park, and yeah. just taking off. Tough. I need a bit of manners here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a bit of manners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of manners. Because Davy and manners don't really go hand in hand. No, he's just a winner and that's the yeah. end. Yeah, like, that's you know, that's once the whistle got. blows, I don't care about anything. I'm here to do a job of my team and if it means I have to be Claire and the home turf, I'll do it. Like, you know, and, yeah. Um, but yeah, I know what you mean. It's awkward. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. He's just so passionate, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, my Mo God. Moving on then to another sport, you have Leicester City. Winning the FA Cup for the first time ever. Isn't it Brendan Rodgers? Isn't it an unbelievable that with the tragedy that happened a couple of years ago yeah. with, the, with the owner crashing the helicopter outside and then for them to go on. Like, it, I watched the celebrations and you saw the owner coming out onto the field and all the players going over and hugging him and then you look at the I'm not saying Leicester City are a big club, but then you look at the, the massive clubs around the world and sure, imagine the Glaziers going out onto the pitch and someone killed them. Imagine John Henry going out on, you wouldn't see him, you didn't even see him after Liverpool won the league for the first time yeah. in years last yeah. year. Just it was nice it's to see a, a club like that yeah. and, and seeing the, a fake, putting a face to the owners of the club, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. It's just amazing that a lot of them players have a double, like they have a Premier League and an FA Cup in their back pockets. Like. Where they came from, from amazing, regular like. jobs, a lot of them, like you know, yeah. Yeah. unreal. Yeah, brilliant to see. And we've seen Liverpool as well, were you happy about that? But no, no, wasn't one bit happy about it. Straight on to that. There's no point in lying about it, I nearly got sick when the goal went in. The one in a goal. Oh, a lot of goals. Some goal, in fairness, and he had... Uh, he spoke very well after. He had a tragedy yeah. in his own life about his dad and he couldn't come home, go home for the funeral. He spoke he so well. Yeah. Yeah, there's um, a big lockdown in Brazil. And come here, uh, what way does that leave Liverpool now with top four? Is if that Liverpool win all their games, the three games left, two or three games left, if they win them, they're... It's they, in their own hands. Yeah. It's in their own so hands that was now. massive then, yeah. Once they beat Man United last week, they won 4-2. Once they beat United, they, it was all in their own hands. Yeah. Yeah, it was just, I think it was refreshing to see Harrison, you just spoke just like, normal lad just like let his raw emotion come out sometimes with soccer players and that's really sort of staged in a way Stage, yeah and, and they're, they're told, told what to say yeah yeah they're told and they're media trained and they just hold back and he was just himself and obviously it was a massive moment for him and 
everything he'd been through as well. But he just just was himself, and I was like, my God, it's actually so nice. Yeah, refreshing. Isn't it, it is refreshing. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're dead that. right, like. Yeah, absolutely. And then you see City winning the league, lesser of two oh, evenings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's some amount of Liverpool fans around. Oh it's yeah, sure. just unbelievable. Here are you. United, but. <laughs> There's plenty in Ayrfa fans around as well. United since Lee Martin scored the winner in the FA Cup in 1990. So oh, yeah, uh, you're they weren't winning leagues back then. Let me tell you, but um, like City win the league, they're by far the best team, and they'd probably win the Champions League as well. You reckon? Yeah. Yeah, I can't see Chelsea. Well, yeah. Chelsea are poor. Mm-hmm. Where is that going to be playing? Actually, it's actually in Porto. Oh, yeah. It was supposed to be in Istanbul, but because of. Maybe troubles and COVID yeah, or whatever. Troubles, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. changed. It's mm-hmm. it's in it's in Porto now. So, uh, the last okay. thing I have to bring up is Kieran Reid, the the New Zealand rugby player, retired. Oh yeah, from big one for rugby you. At the weekend. Oh, did he? Yeah. One hundred twenty-seven caps. Wow. Fifty-two was captain, world player of the year. Yeah. Massive. You're sort of looking at me as if to say, why, no, well, why are you, you bringing you're this up? The man, so I you <laughs> Would it be the best him? number eight of all time, do you think? Oh, absolutely. Well, him yeah. and Zinzan Brook from New Zealand as well from years ago. And then you've... It's hard to give your man a shout, the, the legendary um, Italian number eight. What's his name? It escapes me at the minute. The oh. main man for Italy for all them signations, number eight, was it? Yeah, the shaved head of the shaved head of dad, yeah, yeah. Nice <laughs> haircut like myself. Oh, jeez, what's his name? It's hard, yeah, it's, it's about him. I always found him outrageously good, and no matter what happened, like, he showed up all the time. And I know, like, he's not on Reed's bracket, but, well, maybe as pound for pound he is, but just not with the team around him, like. He was he was class. Yeah. Like if there was uh if there was if they were allowed into the lane squad he would have been on four lane squads in a row. Exactly, number eight all the time, like. Unreal and will we go on and do our little game, our yeah. question before Let's the end. Let's move on. We've a uh, little bit of a game here, Rory. Um okay, I'll tell you the rules down in a minute. Well, I've, written, I've written down my answers, I hope you have. Okay, no, I'll just I'll, I'll you cheat. No, I'll we'll just get as I go. Sure, it's only a question really, it's not like a major game. So meter in the all the final. You have four players and it's only three spots you have left. I don't know what you mean by you cheat. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? You mean not going to be on that Alexa, is that what it was? <laughs> don't say that this one is watching getting So you have four players um, and you have only three spots left on the team. So you have Bernard Flynn, Graham Garrity, Trevor Giles and Ollie Murphy. Who do you drop out of the four? So Bernard Flynn. Think about Graham Garrity, Trevor Giles, and we are going to meet in the next year or so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like even though I, I love him and he destroyed us in club championship on one leg in two thousand seven, it'd have to be Ali Murphy. Like the other three, I think are just uh, like Ali, Ali, like that's who I had. Eh? Like listen, Giles and Garrity without question are there like they're there and and Bernard like it's only the Lockery game Lockery really kind of it really kind of uh, showcased how good he was like um, and for me like Ollie Murphy might have had a better brain but you can't be paced like when you're a corner forward like you know yeah. he, he had it like like unreal so yeah unfortunately Ollie Murphy Ollie Murphy he has no hair and we don't care Ollie Ollie Murphy that's what we used to chant up uh, we um Bernard Flynn played for Mullingar Shamrocks for right, yeah. years and we were lucky enough lucky enough that Hughley Park was closed at the time and all the county finals were played in Castlegag in Warrington. And we used to, I used to go down and stand behind goals and watch Bernard Flynn and there was another corner forward for Mullingar called Mickey Riley who could have played for Westmead for years but never wanted it, didn't want to play county football, just played club. And the two of them were just Unbelievable. Yeah, I yeah. seen the highlights oh they had they on played, that program. They played screen in a Leinster Club Championship in in Castown then about three weeks after the one championship and Trevor Giles was playing for screen and it was just it was just like watching royalty on the pitch the whole yeah. Yeah. it was just phenomenal. Like Flynn was just Something else. Yeah, he's such a, a live wire. Um, mm-hmm. But for me, in that, like, Giles would be my favourite, like, of all time. Like, I remember even playing against him when I first started playing out football, and even just, you need to be in awe of him. Like, you know, you want to go in and nail him, but there's that's kind of respect. Like, and you don't want to hurt him. He's just such a legend, like, you know, you still look at him as a young lad, like, you know, in a kind of way. But 
again, like Michael Morphy, Trevor Giles is the nicest man you would ever meet. Like he's so he's so unassuming and yeah, he's just a legend. Like, but uh, yeah, so unfortunately, yeah. Ollie will be. Well, mine was mine was Ollie too. But I I remember my first knee game in Crow Park. My dad brought me in, and I we were sitting up like high up in literally the bleachers. We were right at the back um, on the Hogan stand side. You know, like right up the very very top. And I didn't know what was going on really. And I remember Ollie Murphy came off the bench. And I'll never forget the roar of the whole stadium for Ollie Murphy. And I was like, Dad, who's that? And he's like, Ollie Murphy. And I was like, Ollie Murphy. <laughs> then I went like to school and I was like, Ollie Murphy is my favourite player. It's the only name I knew. Yeah. But, so it killed me even to say that. But yeah, I would have I said You are set me, Ollie Murphy, now. Yeah, we are. I there. know. <laughs> no, you have to throw it in there. Ollie <laughs> is an unreal footballer, yeah. but he's just here grabbing me by the throat with that <laughs> question. Yeah. He broke, jeez, he broke West Mead's house twice in 2001. Oh. We were miles ahead one day and he scored, a, he scored a goal to bring them back at a drove and then a week later did the same thing again to beat, to beat us. Oh, it was just... It hurts. Oh, it was yeah, no, yeah. But anyway, he was and bad. We have one more question and then we're, we're nearly done then, aren't we? So the next one is, you have four people that you're having a dinner party. There's four people that want to come, but you only have three places. So you have Katie Taylor, Sean Boylan, Paul O'Connell and Shane Lowry. So who's not coming? Out of them four. Oh, Jesus, I thought you had me by the throat in the first question. Oh, my <laughs> so God. Katie Taylor, Sean Boylan, Paul O'Connell, and Shane Lowry. Uh, to be honest with you, because I, I, I know him well and I've met him, like, I'd probably leave Sean Boylan out because. Uh, Rory! No, but only because I chatted to him plenty where I'd never be in Katie Taylor's company. I actually, yeah. I've been in Shane's company a few times, like, I know he's great crack, and Paul O'Connell is an idol of mine, like, since I was young for, like, so he's definitely, so I just have to... Because you've met him a lot of times. Yeah, yeah, only because of that, like, I know Sean, and Sean's like, listen, Sean, Sean, like, but just, if, if, if I was asked genuinely, because I do three, like, you can't get every day of the week where I could ring Sean and meet him for coffee next That's week, true. like, yeah. so I'd have to, unfortunately, leave Sean in the takeaway and, and bring another three to the dinner, yeah. Yeah. Oh, did you say? Um, I would have, out of them, I would have said Paul O'Connell, even though I would have loved to, loved to meet Paul O'Connell, and you'd love to pick his brain and chat with him, but the other three for me, probably the sports that I love, and yeah, I think Katie Taylor would be my number one. I left out Paul O'Connell as well. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, I just thought that, you just, Katie, at the minute, she's oh, just a star at the minute, and I thought that you'd like, you'd just stick with the meat and the things yeah, and well, Yeah, I know. And we all know that Shane Lowry's great crack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> If Sean's listening, I apologise. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But just yeah, the other just Katie Taylor to just like just pick her brain and and the other two just for I could say Paul O'Connor's good crack like as well as everyone else and sure Lowry is Lowry's definitely good crack. Lowry's Lowry. Just give him a few large bottle of bombers and we we just have a couple of fans questions. We love the questions that come in and we never even got to them, so we're sorry about that, but we will get through a few of them if that's okay. Yeah. Um so the first one that came in was I'm not sure Rory if you understand the enjoyment I get out of your sketches. It breaks up a long work day. My question to you is do you think Hurling has become two stop start? And what role would you like to see come back in to Hurling? Something we, spoke, something we spoke about uh, before we went on air about the new rule now. Yeah. Uh, what were you saying about it? About there was I was saying that uh, like at the minute, if if a forward is going through, there's no advantage rule anymore in defence. If you're fouled, there's no advantage rule. The whistle's blown straight away, so yeah. it stops the game. Uh, and then for in terms of forward play, there is an advantage rule if you're in a goal-scoring position. But if you're dragged down or pulled down or, or a, a loose hurl... Uh, hits you in the head or, or erratic use of the hurl let's say um, which is you, very common on a hurl yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> erratic use uh, then it's you're, you're, you're after giving away a penalty once it's inside the 21 or inside the D you're giving away a penalty and you're simbing for 10 minutes yeah, so two now I feel sorry for the referees in this regard, sorry, to, I know it's your question, but I feel for sorry, because the refs are just given the rules, and they have to try and implement them, but this is a ridiculous rule. Yeah, no, well that, you answered me question, sorry, to that, uh, yeah. what was the name, sorry? Uh, Roddy, from uh, Roddy, sorry, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, that basically what, what I said, I'd agree with, and especially that, like, advantage rule, like, you can't be at that, like, no. you have to let them off, like, if they're gone, like, you know, kind of, it's just slow, everything is about slowing down the game, and it browns people off watching it, like, it's like, 
especially hurling like football we've accepted now has gone fairly stopped but hurling still has the flair and if you take the flair out of hurling it's crap like do you know the kind of way so yeah. we can't it's the best game in even though I'm more football man it's the best game in the world yeah, like you know to watch so we can't lose that identity it has to be you know skin flying or hair flying whatever it just has to be that's it like I'm, I know it's questions but even John Curry at the weekend he was saying I don't know what we're expected to do anymore he's like I genuinely don't know hard like, to there's, train there's for there's like, yeah. different rules he's like if something happened here that I actually haven't been told because I'm not sure what we're doing wrong it's like as if the tackle was going out of the game yeah. that's the best part of hurling yeah. seeing them get really stuck in yeah, yeah no, we, we had we had a uh, I'm not gonna name him now, but we had an in-house game when we did we did one of the top referees down to referee it, and he basically gave us the rules, but he just said everyone's going to interpret them their own way, and unfortunately he says a lot of them are going to be hard to interpret. See, that's the problem. Yeah, it's uh, I I sort of feel sorry for him because it's just ridiculous. It is, and they're just going to get the the flack of it and the abuse of it because yeah. And then lads making up these rules and putting in these new rules are lads that might never play the match before. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why they always have to fix something when it's like when it's leave it's it off. Same with football. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, your wedding shows are great crack. How much have you missed performing at them? And that's Lisa in that one. Yeah, the weddings, yeah, I haven't done a wedding since, um, Jesus, late 2000. And when the COVID kick in, was it 2020? 2020. So, yeah, I was just, we all don't know. <laughs> like, when was normal? <laughs> so I haven't done a wedding since 2019, really, yeah. So, uh, yeah, listen, uh, I, I definitely enjoyed them because it's just something different at a wedding just to kind of go in and, you know, Irish people love slagging each other, like, and that yeah. was my job. I get a bit of info on, on people in the room, and I tear tear the lungs out, and then I go off and let them slag each other for the night. So yeah, it was definitely enjoyable. So we'll have to wait and see what happens now in the next few months, anyway. Yeah. Um. Hey, Rory. I'm in my late twenties. I'm still unsure what I want to do with my life. I dropped out of college, of course, as it wasn't for me, and I'm just working in a local shop. But um, it's not what I want to do for much longer. Any advice? That's Mark and Galway. Yeah, listen, it's, it's, it's a hard question, but I suppose, um, you know, just sit down with a pen and paper and write down five things that you'd like to do and start, start yeah. at the top, like, because for me, like, I enjoy making videos and I enjoy, uh, you know, books and I enjoy stage and all that, but, like, I was a useless electrician, beyond useless, like, I, I literally spelled electrician wrong in my false forms. But sure, how how could I even wire with these Mars bar fingers? Imagine me you now a little bit of cable. I was beyond deplorable. Like, I remember I come back from fast, and my manager says, "Rory, how would you get on?" I says, "I oh, a bit of crack." He says, "Well, your results are back, and it was eight modules, and you passed one." He says to me, and I said, oh, "Jason, we've never had anyone that's only ever passed one, Rory. What were you doing there?" And I looked at him, and I says, oh, "I'm actually happy enough to one, to be honest with you." <laughs> I said to him, I'm actually kind of fucking, uh, um, which one was that if you don't mind me asking? He says, it was your attendance, Rory. And I was like, ah, oh, yeah, she showed up the fast and you get paid. And anyway, I got sacked. And then I went on to work in Quinnerect Insurance. And anyone who knows me that worked in Quinnerect Insurance, it cost them more money than I brought in, like by just deleting emails from solicitors because I hadn't a clue what anyone was talking about. And I got let go of there. And then I went to another job and I was useless at that job. And then eventually, I found this so basically just keep her lit is what I'm saying is like just keep trying and the number one message is don't be afraid to fail like a lot of people are afraid to try something in case it doesn't go well and people laugh at them mm-hmm. get that out of your head like you know just just you'll know just decide keep working and eventually you'll find something that you don't feel sick going to in the morning because I know that feeling on the bus into here not too far from here I used to work in my last job and feeling physically sick going in because I hated the job because I didn't understand the job, do you know what I mean? Like I genuinely, I just wasn't, wasn't good in school and this was like, this was like double dutch to me. Like, and I just, my kind of personality got me through it by just letting on. I knew what I was up and I hadn't a clue. Like, and that's all self-confidence, etc. So yeah, but again, it just the bottom line is don't be afraid to try new things. Like until once, and when you do find out what you really like, just work hard, like, you know, yeah. simple enough, like. Absolutely. Do you have any regrets in life? That's a tough one. Uh, Jesus, uh, is it past nine o'clock? Is it? <laughs> uh, I listen, listen. I, I, I've, I've loads of regrets. Um, but like Frank, you know, Frank, 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 Frank says. But then again, too, man. Like, listen, we, you have to make regrets, and no major stand out in my head. Like you know, uh, 
I, I'd make the odd video that I didn't feel was good enough and I just chance it and I'd go down shite and I'd be raging myself over that. Like that's kind of just I suppose like topical stuff that I do at the minute and um yeah, I wish I had a shaved my head earlier as well. That's the truth. I went around with, with these car parks for a long time and I just I, I thought everyone had to have hair and I just said, well, now I'm fucking shaving his head off and it's the best thing i ever done. <laughs> so anyone who is going bald, just bite the bullet. But in, that, but in that, like, you have to, everyone has regrets. But yeah, because it's probably getting yeah. to where you're you just have to get to. You know, forward. you have those maybe mistakes or things you mess with bald or whatever. That's what I look at it. And if, oh, if I didn't do that or if that didn't happen to me, I probably wouldn't have got to... This yeah, point yeah but like you know. uh, there's always a, there's always a positive from a negative like yeah. you know like and I read a great book called The Green Platform with Declan Coyle and it's basically about constantly looking at the positive like which is a very important thing so say if you're late for for work and you hit a red light like fuck another red light just stop for a moment and say the reason that's red is because I would have got lashed over the 100 yards down the road with a car like and I know at that moment in time you're fit to kill someone if you can just get into that yeah. mindset now it doesn't work all the time I got my mother to read the book because she's the typical Irish mother panicking all the time she says man read that book and she read it but she'd often say to me oh Rory what about the green platform well, I don't mind that fucking green platform I'm, I'm fucking in the height of it here <laughs> Do you know, so it does work, but when you are in the height of it, like yeah. some bollocks doesn't indicate off around it, but you go look around your indicator there. Do you know, try <laughs> green platform, green platform, you know, but uh, but that's it, just trying to be positive. But again, I know, like, when you're tired, you're hungry, and you're wet, it's very hard to be positive. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You know, that frame of mind. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, yeah, I think that's all. We won't keep it uh, much longer. There's a mountain of questions, but we might even give them to you after, and we can even put them up online. Yeah, we but might yeah. we might yeah. tweet them out a question that exactly. was asked, and you might just. And give thanks them so much yeah. for everyone sending them in. We really appreciate it. Rory, so. brilliant. Thanks a million. Yeah, yeah, pleasure. Thanks for having me. That was, yeah. that was, no worry, that was yeah. a great chat, and I'm yeah. sure. We'll, uh, we'll get out for a few rounds of golf now in the next few weeks. We'll yeah, look yeah, and any scramble get Buddha Mangan in. He's, yeah. a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a shark in a golf course, so he's we, our boy, like, yeah. But, uh, no, we, we um, the, the man that owns this building is the man by Alan Clancy, and that's how I got to meet Ron. Nine below, yeah, yeah nine below. Many. And Alan's a great man, and unfortunately he had a, his, his mum passed away in the last couple of days. But, uh, no, we get back stronger than ever and uh, absolutely yeah and uh, we'll, uh, we'll have a few rounds of golf yeah 100% yeah. yeah bang on listen thanks Brilliant. for having me cheers thank, thank you, you. Rory. thanks thanks, Rory. And thanks everyone for watching we'll see you again this time next Monday good night thanks guys